You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. With an opening line like, Grandma, I remember the hour and day of your birth. It was the week the world ended, the week my mother died. We've got some serious childhood nightmare fuel on our hands. I'm Ryan Myers, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History for January 17th. And on this day in 1982, Ray Bradbury's The Electric Grandmother premiered in the NBC child-centric primetime programming block Project Peacock. This special has its roots in a short story, which has its roots in a classic Twilight Zone episode, which gets its name from a Walt Whitman poem. If all of that sounds a bit too Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon for you, let's disentangle some of that confusion in today's show. The Electric Grandmother is based on science fiction author Ray Bradbury's short story, I Sing the Body Electric. The first version of this short story premiered as an episode of The Twilight Zone. Bradbury wrote the teleplay, then later expanded it into a short story. I Sing the Body Electric gets its title from a Walt Whitman poem of the same name. Now that we've got that straightened out, Let's talk a little bit more about the plot. Our story opens with a family in crisis. The family has lost their wife and mother. Things just aren't the same without mom around. Fortunately for our heroes, they receive a fortuitous advertisement that's literally dropped on them from above. Three pieces of something drop into their yard. When placed together, a robot voice offers a message. Hello, we are the machines that remember. We are the Electric Grandmothers. We are waiting for you at Fantacini. So what do the kids say to that? The only logical response, of course, let's go get one. And so our story begins. If that sounds weird to you, you're in good company. There's plenty to be said about the Electric Grandmother. What was the critical reception to the film, and how did the kids respond? More on that after the break. The Electric Grandmother features a notable cast, particularly Maureen Stapleton as the eponymous grandmother. The late great Edward Herman plays the father, and 80s kids may recognize Robert McNaughton of E.T. fame as the older brother Tom. The film was nominated for an Emmy in the category of Outstanding Children's Program and won a Peabody Award. It also received recognition at several film festivals. While the Electric Grandmother received critical acclaim, many kids who grew up watching the film have a very different response. One blogger, Scarecrow, described the film saying, The things I'm about to tell you now are going to sound like they were made up while I was on PCP and hadn't slept in nine days. Perhaps a bit hyperbolic, but Scarecrow isn't far off the mark. Grandma is delivered to her family via helicopter in an Egyptian-style sarcophagus. She's made in a factory and goes back there when she's no longer needed. She manages to squirt milk, juice, and syrup from her fingers like this is a normal way to serve breakfast. She also manages to shoot kite string from those same fingers and then strings up the laundry from it. Perhaps none of this is as weird or as disturbing as the robotic dance routine she performs as she plugs herself in and powers down for the night. There are plenty of other bizarre moments from the movie, but you get the idea. It's a surreal and interesting way to introduce children to one of science fiction's greatest writers, or leave them wondering what on earth they just watched. Even so, 
The Electric Grandmother remains a cult favorite. Unfortunately for fans of the film, The Electric Grandmother never received anything more than a VHS release. So if you'd like a copy of your own, you've got a fun treasure hunt on your hands. And if you really want to know where to watch in the meantime, well, as Grandma would say, ask me no questions and I'll tell you no lies. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5, for January 17th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry Podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.